Okay, guys, welcome back. It's me, Professor D. Welcome back, my LPN, LVN, RN students. So on this podcast, I want to cover some testing tips for you. Okay, so let's get into it. The first thing I want to talk to you about is when you're going over a test question, I want you to start learning how to eliminate wrong answer choices. And so the first thing I'm going to talk to you about are all-inclusive answers, and I want you to stay away from them unless you know that you know that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is your answer. But if you're not sure what the answer is, do not choose the answer choice that is all-inclusive. Now, what do I mean when I say all-inclusive? Those answer choices that have those words such as always, never, None, every, all. Guess what? They're usually wrong. They're usually wrong because there are always exceptions to the rule. Okay? In some instances, you know, an all-inclusive will be the right answer, but for the majority of the time, they are wrong. So if you are in doubt, do not choose the one that contains an all-inclusive answer. Here's another tip. I want you to be very careful with words that include exactly, often, sometimes, mostly, those type of words. Um, they're not as bad as your all-inclusive that I tell you just to stay away from, but I want you to be very careful with those words. If you see those words such as exactly, often, sometimes, mostly, you see how ambiguous those words are? I don't want you to choose them unless you know that that's your answer. But if you're in doubt, don't choose it. Here's another uh, tip. If you're having a question, I have a question. If you're having uh, problems choosing an answer or understanding the answer choices, you're reading the question, you have no idea what you're being asked. You have no clue after you've read the question and the choices. This sounds weird, but I'm telling you it works. Very often it works. Read the question again but read your choices backwards. So you read your question and then instead of going A, B, C, D, reading the choices in that wor- in that uh, uh, order, you're going to read the choices D, C, B, A. And very often, just you reading those choices backwards, it clicks something in your memory. You remember, oh my gosh, uh, Professor D said this in her TikTok. I remember I laughed about it. Or, you know, my, my, you know, nursing instructor was talking about this when I was texting my boyfriend on the phone, but I remember she said something about this. Oh, it very often it clicks something in your memory. So if you read a question, you have no idea what's going on. Try reading the question again, but your choices backwards. Very often something will click. Here's another tip. Just because a statement or an answer is true, that does not mean that is the correct answer for your particular question. And guys, test writers do this all the time. I know this. I used to be one of them, right? They will give you an absol- absolutely beautiful answer for another question. So I don't care how beautiful that answer choice looks. If it's not answering your question, it is wrong. For example, if you get a test question about a patient that's having difficulty breathing, what is the first thing that you're going to do for the patient? You have a choice of sit them up, give them oxygen. You have something else that says um, tell patients that have um, 
a hyperkalemia to stay away from bananas or something else. Well, a patient that has hyperkalemia, you are going to tell them to stay away from bananas, take, stay away from apricots, stay away from foods that are high in uh, potassium. That's true. That is absolutely true. But what does that have to do with our patient that can't breathe? Is that answering our question? No. So be very careful before you choose an answer. Go back to your question and see if it's actually answering your question. Okay, because those are distractors. Stay away from them. This leads me to my next point. If only half of your answer choice is correct, the whole thing's wrong. This is another trick of the test writers, and I'm so tired of seeing you guys falling for this, guys. They will give you a beautiful, correct answer then put a comma in everything after that comma is wrong. Or they'll give you a beautiful, correct answer and put the word and or or and everything behind that and or or is wrong. If every single part of your answer choice is not correct, the whole thing is wrong. Throw it out and choose the second best answer. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Guys, that is a trick of the enemy. Don't fall for it. If every single part of your answer choice is not correct, it is wrong. And choose the answer that you would have chosen if that answer choice wasn't there to begin with in the first place. Okay, this is for my students who have graduated from the program and they're studying for their boards. You need to be studying a solid 30 to 60 days. Yeah, you need to be studying a solid 30 to 60 days and study daily. I will give you a grace of two days. So whether you know it's a weekend or you know two days during the week, you have a grace of two days. But daily, every single day, you need to be uh, studying. Cramming does not work if you haven't learned that already through the nursing program. It does not work. You want to do between 100 to 150 questions a day and keep track of your progress. Now, let me be uh, uh, very clear. When I say 100 to 150 questions, that is not going through 100 to 150 questions, question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. What you do is read the question, look at the choices, choose your answer. If you got your answer wrong, you don't know why you got it wrong. You have to go back into your textbook, not Google, but your textbook. Go back into your textbook and look it up and see why you got it wrong. If you got the answer question, uh, you got it correct, but you know in your heart that you got it correct because you just guessed, you really didn't know why you got it correct, you need to look it up. And guys, when I say look it up, sometimes when you get the rationale, that's enough that something clicks. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That's true. Then obviously you don't have to go in your textbook and look it up. But after you look at that rationale and you still don't understand, guys, you have to go in your textbook to look it up. Because let me tell you something, these people who make these NCLEX prep material, whether it's UWorld, exam cram, whatever it is that you're studying uh, from, they're experts in the field. They're not going to waste their time covering content that you'll never in your life, you know, you're never in your life likely to see. They're going to cover content that you're most likely to see on your test. So why would you skip it? And that same content, that's what shows up on your boards. It makes no sense. Look 
it up. So you need to be doing, you need to be studying every day with a grace period of two days. You need to be studying 100 to 150 questions. Quality. Don't run through them. Make sure you understand the rationales. Let me tell you something, guys. The rationales are 100 times more important than the answer. Why? With a rationale, I can create a thousand different questions. Memorization, guys, doesn't work. And if you've already graduated the nursing program, you know this. You cannot memorize because I can take a rationale and flip it on you 3,000 times. But guess what? If you understand the concept, you understand the rationale, no matter how it's flipped to you, you're still going to be able to answer the question because you have that foundation. Do you see what I'm saying, guys? All right. My next tip, contrary to popular belief, you only want to study out of one, two resources max. Max. I see students do this all the time. They're studying out of exam cram. They're studying out of UWorld. They're studying out of Lippincott. They're studying out of Davis. They're studying out of Delmar. They're studying out of your best grade. You name it. They're studying out of nurse mastery. All that does is confuse you. Stick to one, two resources max. Between the that one and two resources and your textbook, you have everything that you need, guys. And for the love of God, stay away from Google. I cannot stand these Google nursing students. And you wonder why you're not doing well. Google is for the layperson. Google is not for the nursing student that's trying to pass boards. Listen to Google if you want to, okay? Here's my next tip. I see this all the time and it really grinds my gears. You've graduated from the nursing program and you're studying for your board, but you're rereading everything all over again. Why are you doing this, guys? You learned this in the program. There's no reason to reread everything that you learn. You're wasting time. You need to practice questions because practicing questions is the only way that you're going to be able to start thinking like the test writer. That is the only way you're going to start to have an appreciation and an understanding of what the test writers are looking for from you by practicing these questions. As you practice these questions, remember I told you you're doing 100 to 150 a day. Within about two weeks, you're going to start to recognize a pattern. You're going to start to recognize a theme and you're going to start being able to answer these questions much more efficiently. But that only comes from practice. So put down that textbook, trying to read that textbook from beginning to end. You did all of that in the nursing program. The only time you're picking up that textbook is when you don't understand the rationale to a question that you, that, that you answered incorrectly or you answered it correctly, but you know it was just a guess. Okay. My next tip, if there were a stampede right now outside of my hotel room, would I think of horses or zebras? I'm going to think of horses because it's much more likely that it would be a stampede of horses because horses are more common than zebras. Who sees zebras, you know, in in the city? You know what I mean? Well, who sees horses in the city? But you guys get the, my drift. What I'm trying to say is when you have a test question, and you're looking at your answer choices and you have no clue what the answer should be. You're, I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, Jesus, help me because you have no idea what the answer choice is supposed to be. 
Stay away from zebras. Stay away from that answer choice that you have never seen or heard of in your life. As nursing students, you guys do this all the time. The minute you get to a question that you don't know what the answer is, you, for some reason, you always want to choose the one answer that you can't even pronounce. You've never seen a day in your life, but in your brain, you think, oh, okay, well, maybe Professor D talked about this, but I missed it. So let me go ahead and choose it. No, don't do that. Let me, let me tell you something. These test writers, for one question, I cannot tell you how much money and man hours go into just formulating one question for the NCLEX. So you better believe that one question is not going to be wasted on a disease, on a disorder, on a medication, on a patient teaching, on a diagnostic test that only one in 10 million people will ever get. It's not going to happen. You are being tested to see if you are competent enough at the lowest level, if you meet the minimum competency to get that nursing license, whether it's LVN, LPN, or RN. So guess what? The questions that you are going to get are going to be questions in regards to what you are most likely to see on the floor. Why? Because the test writers want to make sure that you're not going to get that license, go work on the floor and kill their mother, their husband, their sister, their brother, their aunt, their grandparents. Keep that in mind. So the kind of medications, nursing interventions, diagnostic tests, all that good stuff, that's going to be things that you're going to see routinely. Okay, so please stop choosing the answer choice that you've never seen or heard of in your life. 90% of the time, it's wrong. Next tip, most test questions, guys, I'd say about 90% of them are based on three things. ADPI, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, or ABC. ADPI, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, or ABC. Guys, once you get those three down, Oh my gosh, when I tell you your life will be so much easier, your life will be so much easier. Me covering that is would be three uh, podcasts of its own. So I'm not even going to go there because I'm running out of time. However, if uh, that is your weakness, you need to get on it now because you're not going to pass boards without having a firm understanding on it. I cover this extensively on my YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube, find Nexus Nursing, go to my, I have different playlists, uh, go to the playlist that's NCLEX ATI HESI and you'll see it there. Okay. But most of your questions are based on, N, um, excuse me, they're based on uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, ADPI, and ABCs. All right. The last thing I'm going to talk to you about because I'm running out of time, guys. <sighs> the answer choice of call the RN if you're the LPN and call the doctor if you are the RN. So let me say this. If you are a PN student, before you choose that answer choice of call the RN, look at your other choices and say to yourself, is there anything that I can do for my patient before I call the RN? And 75% of the time, there's something that you can do for the patient. It could be something as simple as repositioning them. But look at your choices and say, is there anything that I can do on this list independently that will help my patient before I call the RN? If you are an RN student, 
Before you choose that answer of call the doctor, say to yourself, is there anything on this list that I can do independently of a doctor's order to help my patient before I turn my back to go call the doctor? 75% of the time, there is something that you can do for your patient. Like I said, guys, it could be something as simple as sitting them up. There's something, usually there's something you can do for your patient before you call the doctor. Now, guys, there are situations where there's nothing you can do for that patient. You have to call the RN or you have to call the doctor, but always look at uh, your choices and ask yourself that question. Okay, guys, I'm out of time. I'm very excited about this podcast that I've started for the LVN, LPN, RN students and my other podcast that I've started for my nurse practitioner students. Um, this is something that has been on my heart because I see the need out there. I'm seeing people going into program. Nobody's preparing them. They're coming out. They're not knowing how to study. And this is where my heart is. So guys, I want to help you, but I'm asking you to please support me. Support me how? Because I, I keep telling you guys, I'm doing this on my own. I have no sponsors. I have no nothing. So I'm doing this on the side because I still have bills to pay. So I'm asking you to support me. How can you support me? Share my content, get my content out there. So hopefully I can get on the radar of some sponsors and you know, they can start helping pay some bills, right? So help share my content. Anyone you know that's in a nursing program that would benefit from my content, please share it. I am on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. My handle's the same, Nexus Nursing. I have audio lessons on my website that I sell for students who are currently on the student currently in the nursing program that are struggling. They need help. They need somebody to point out to them, this is important. It's most likely going to be on your test. You need to know this. You need to know that. You need to know this. I have audio lessons on my website, www.nexusnursinginstitute.com. If you know anyone that is about to fail out of the nursing program and they need their grade to go up immediately, have them check out my website, www.nexusnursinginstitute.com. Calm. I promise you won't regret it. Guys, thank you so much for sharing this time with me. And you'll be hearing from me on the next audio lesson. One more thing before I forget. If you have any questions, if there's anything that you'd like for me to cover, please email me at nexusnursingpodcast at gmail.com nexusnursingpodcast at gmail.com. Send me your question, your concern, and I'll cover it on my podcast. If you want to remain anonymous, just put that in an email, uh, anonymous, and I'll just say, you know, anonymous. All right. Nexusnursingpodcast at gmail.com. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing in advance. Thank you for supporting in advance. And you'll be hearing from me on the next audio lesson.